Are you ready for some football? Today's the day the pads come on. It's pad check, homie. The San Francisco 49ers get into day five, and we're going to preview day five right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around, baby. Let's go. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a What's fact. going on? I stay in exclusively Niner hats, and I always tell the truth. Exclusively Niner facts. What's good, everybody? I hope you guys had a great weekend. It's Monday, Manic Monday, Music Monday, whatever you want to munch on Monday. I don't really care. It's good to be back. I hope you guys are doing well. Shout out to the Breezy's Bunch crew they're in the building early early and when i say early they were in here super early shout out to Jax knox who was here early i mean early before the show started like two hours early and that's what i like she says good morning faithful hope everyone enjoyed their weekend today pads come on and hopefully my jordan mason can get it together i'm excited about seeing everyone perform well. Thank you so much for that, Jax. Peachy's in the building. Good morning, Breezy, and everyone. Let's have a great show. It's Pads Day. Kyle's favorite day. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I, I get where you're going with this. Mike Ng is in the building. Marty Mar, 49er Empire is in the building. Tanisha's in the building. Good morning, Breezy and Faithfuls. I hope everyone is having a wonderful morning. My brother Troy is in the building. Troy, we are praying for you, my brother. I'm hoping your health is all well, man. Love you so much. Good morning, everyone. Day 4, 14 in the hospital, but it's always Breezy's bunch. Listen, man, we're praying for you, my brother. Stay strong, Faithful. You do that, right? Whatever you got to do to stay strong, do it. And whatever you need from your boy Breezy, hit me up. Listen, you sent me a text message, and I just wasn't feeling that one. I, I, I it didn't, it, it, you weren't feeling it. The hat either, right? It was ugly. Like, you know what I mean? It was real ugly. <laughs> All right. Oh, shout out to my man, Don't Bother Me, is in the building. Shout out, bro. Appreciate you, fam. Marty Mar, I already shouted you out. Facts, facts, facts. The one and only Cinnamon Kiss is in the building. I call her Miss Sin. I can't wait to see you at the games this season. We are going to have a blast. Mike and Kim, Travel Buzz 710. Good morning, all Jedi. The return. My man Grant is in the building. 50 grand. That's what I'm going to call you because we, we homies now. 50 grand. We get it on one take, right? Simmons in the building. What's going on? Even if you're not a member of the Breezy's Bunch, I love you guys. Not account. Boy, I didn't read your contribution last time because I totally got sidetracked and I do apologize. And if you just re ask the question, I promise you I'll answer it right now. But I thought it has something to do with games attending. I can't remember, my brain sucks. But listen, hit me up, put it in there, man. I'll make sure I get to it, man. Shout out to everybody. Listen, there's a bunch of stuff in the description of the show. So, what I want you to do is at some point, first and foremost, hit the like button. Hit that thumbs up on your way in. I already gave you, you know, instructions on what to do. It's right there in the chat. So if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, it's right there. If you're on Facebook or any of the other streaming services, hit that like button. And if you're not on YouTube, make sure you join the, the YouTube channel, right? So all you got to do is come to YouTube.com backslash at the Wayne Breezy. And you can hit the subscribe button to click, click. And it's for free, right? You know what I'm saying? And if you want to become a member of the channel, the Breezy Bunch crew, all you got to do is click on the join button. All right. And it'll take you through the steps right then and there. Don't forget to subscribe to the joint 
on Apple Podcasts as well. The Wayne Breezy Show is there. Nitty Gritty Niners Talk is there as well. That show will be tonight. So you don't want to miss out on those two podcasts, all right? Don't forget, you can follow and subscribe on Twitter at the Wayne Breezy, as well as Instagram and Threads and Facebook at the Wayne Breezy and TikTok, right? Even at the Wayne Breezy. Everything is the Wayne Breezy. I'm finally getting the brand right. And once again, shout out to everybody that helped us reach 10K on Instagram. If you're following on Instagram, stay tuned because I'm going to be doing a special live joint where we're going to be doing a giveaway. Don't worry. You're going to love it. It's going to be autographed. I can leave it at that. And I can tell you what it is right off the top. But make sure if you're on Instagram, stay tuned for that live video. I'm going to go live there one day this week don't forget you can shop the apparel right there man go to the website or you can specifically go to www.twben.com backslash shop all right and last but not least the song is out now listen if you got streaming cool you can get it on apple music you can get it on spotify wherever you stream your music is there you know what i'm saying if you're paying a streaming service bam but if you want to buy the joint it's definitely available on itunes i feel like it's on google play and all available musical platforms out there so if you want to support your boy breezy i got the one and only travis king and the great Lake City Fresh on my first single. Make sure you guys go ahead and check that out, man. It's Wayne Breezy, the 4-9 Preacher. All right, man. It's it's Monday, and it's 49ers Camp Day 5. 49ers Camp Day 5. I'm super excited. Uh, camp has been going really well. And, and the first thing is because the 49ers have been lucky to get through camp you know, I would say injury-free. A couple of dings, a couple of tweaks here and there. I did get word that uh, Mooney Ward had a little tweak in his abductor. I believe it was his hip, you know, area or whatever to the abs. A little tweak. Nothing too serious from the report that I read. You know what I'm saying? So, look, we're, we're, we're you know, we're doing well. But today the pads come on. And somebody getting popped. Speaking of getting popped, there's a poll question going on right now. If you're on YouTube, it's only for the YouTubers, the YouTube chat, the uh, you know, the chat out there. If you're in there, I want to know from you which 49ers player lays the biggest hit on day five because they get to hit today. There's no if ands or buts. The trenches are going to be on and popping. That means the offensive line, the defensive line is going to be on and popping. You're going to hear snap, crackle, and pop throughout the whole camp today. Of course, they're going to do it safely, but it's football. There's nothing safe about football. So it's going to be fire. I want to know from you who's going to lay that biggest pop. Now, here we go. I got Trent Williams, Dre Greenlaw, Talanoa Hufunga, and Fred Warner on that list. After watching the pressers, I wouldn't be effing with Greenlaw. I just feel like his smile is is deceiving. And if you know, like, I know Drake Greenlaw is going to lay the pop. Now, listen, don't let my words swerve from your decision. Go ahead and get that, get your vote on right now. We'll read the results at the end of the show. All right? We'll read the results at the end of the show. We're going to start the show off with a Super Chat contribution. The Fog Horn is in the building. What's going on, Michael Caldwell from Facebook? Listen, Jax Knox says, podcast coming. Ooh, Jax Knox podcast coming soon. Nah, just kidding. I love y'all. I'm in a good mood today. Well, let's give her the... She's in a good mood today. You know, I would have gave her a round of applause, but I did it live, man. Good mood today. That's good. It's always good 
to be in a good mood. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm hoping, you know, you tuning into the show. I'm hoping I'm giving off the good vibes because I want people to feel good. I want people to be on their James Brown each and every day or their Tony, Tony, Tony each and every day. You know, my little musical references out there, you know, it is what it is. But listen. Thank you, Jax, for the contribution. Truly appreciate you or whatnot. Listen, we're going to be doing some sponsors uh, a little bit later on in the show. All right. And uh, I'm look, I, look, I just feel like the defense is going to come out on fire today, but the offense is going to respond. I feel like the defense is going to try to set the tone. And then the offense is going to mellow the defense out. Those are my expectations for today. I'm probably 100% wrong. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm probably 100% wrong. Let's start with 49ers news. Listen, Frank Gore was hired by the San Francisco 49ers. Round of applause to the inconvenient truth. He is back in the bay. Okay? And we knew that something like this was going to happen because about a year ago, Frank Gore... May mentioned he wanted to do some things with the Niners. He wanted to scout, you know what I'm saying? And now he's going to be advising the 49ers on, on, you know, specific players and skill players and things like that. So I'm super excited for Frank Gore to have him back in the Bay. To see him with Alex Smith at uh, day four uh, at training camp was amazing. Maybe Alex Smith. I know the, I know he may feel the organization did him dirty, but I think at this point he kind of understands his business. Maybe there's a spot for him. Maybe Frank Gore was recruiting Alex Smith to come in and and be advisor number two, advisor number letter B. I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know. So we'll, we'll figure that out. But congratulations to Frank Gore. And also I have a list of names uh, for the 49ers. So let me get that list ready for you guys. Now, there is a Bill Walsh uh, NFL Diversity Fellowship Program, all right? And, and, and players have to uh, fill out the application, and they go through this process, uh, and then certain teams can select certain uh, people to be a part of this program. Excuse me. And the 49ers selected uh, a few people to be part of this program, and one of those People was former or ex-49ers Deshaun the Hawk Goldson, right? Now, if you guys don't remember Deshaun Goldson, <laughs> just go watch some of his film. I tell you what, they called him a hawk because he was like, he was a ball hawk. But I felt like he was a different type of hawk. You know, when the hawks come out, hawk, you know, I don't want to do that on, on TV, but he used to lay cannons. I mean, back back then, what did we call, what did we call Deshaun Goldson and and uh, Dante Whitner, a.k.a. Dante Hitner? They, they had a, they, we didn't have the Legion of Boom, but they were laying boom, boom sticks before any of them, before that even took place. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I definitely love the fact that these guys are a part of that program or, or whatnot. And let me just go ahead and get the, the rest of the names, man, because it's a great group of guys. I had a chance to talk to one of the guys uh, that's in the program, and I'm just so happy for them. Now, if you guys don't know what that program is, I'll go ahead and explain it to you. He called him Wally Lama says the lumber company. I love it, yo. Yo, I be singing this song all the time, Cali. Not 
off, knock out. Like the like that. That's what we were doing. Matter of fact, our safeties used to hit so hard they had to change the rules again. Like they had to change the rules again. And don't bother me. You're correct. Deshaun Goltz is going to be working with our DBs. With Wilkes, it's going to be fire. Now, let me explain to you what the objective of the program is so you guys can understand. Now, again, these are uh, former players or, or, or people that apply to be a part of this program because they want to get a good hands-on site of what it's like to be an NFL coach. Whatever what type of coach it is, they want to get a, uh, you know, they want to get some hands-on experience. So, the, the Bill Walsh NFL Diversity Fellowship Program does just that. The program's objective is to use NFL clubs' training camps, okay, off-season workout programs and mini camps to give talented coaches the opportunity to observe, to participate, to gain experience, and ultimately gain a full-time NFL coaching position. Now, I would love to see Deshaun Goldson be part like a part of this organization he gave so much i know when it came to contract time things kind of things kind of differed just a tad bit or, or whatnot but hey it is what it is you guys know how contracts work Let, let's stop acting like that players want to get paid now here go the other names uh dwayne bradshaw really cool guys guy i spoke to all right um deshaun goldson is going to be working with the dbs i would say Lias hama hamidzada is going to be working with the tight ends jordan hogan is going to be working with the receivers uh deontay pinnell is going to be working with the offensive line and charles williams the third i feel like i know him i feel like i know a charles williams the third i do it's going to be working with the defensive line all right it's going to be working with the defensive line so shout out to those gentlemen that are a part of this program i give you guys a round of applause All right, man. So that's Lazy 49ers news. Uh, let's talk about what's going on as far as, uh, you know, any reports. No really new reports out there other than the fact that Nick Bosa is continuing to hold out. Uh, and I don't know if you guys are starting to get uh, worried, but I did read a report. I did read that, you know, it's, it, it's on its way and it's coming down to the language. And the contract, something that I said a long time ago, that it's probably something when it comes to the wording and making sure it's best for both worlds, because that's what contracts have to do. Contracts have to be best for both worlds. I see Case 49 says it's making him nervous. What are you more nervous about? I'm curious to know, and I'm asking you, are you nervous that he's not going to sign? Or are you nervous that he's not going to be ready? Now, I remember the players week one. He missed the whole first week of training camp. But I remember players coming out in their pressers saying, listen, like Eric Armstead, a lot of the defensive players said they're not worried. They they believe Nick Bosa is going to come into camp good to go. Uh, he doesn't have that track record where he slacks off his offseason workout program. So I, I don't know if I'm necessarily worried about that. But the longer he's not there, you know, how it's it, I don't even know if it's more of uh being worried about his play 
or things like that. I think it's more just him building the continuity with the guys, getting into that rhythm. I know Nick Bosa ticks a certain way, but when you're looking at training camp and you're seeing uh, Cleveland Farrell and the and the rest of the guys on the defensive end, and then you're looking at uh, Drake Jackson and how he's you know trending upwards, and 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 these guys like you know that's a good thing for the 49ers. But does Nick kind of mess up that flow when he comes back? I say no, uh, personally. I think Nick is one of a kind. Steve Rose says there's no way Nick is not going to be a Niner. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Kylie says he's not nervous or anything. <laughs> Jack says people are talking about trading him. I'm like, no way. He ain't going to. If you want to trade Nick Bosa, I mean, that's your prerogative. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. Nah. Nah, you shouldn't even think that. Um, my man 49er Jeff says, Bosa is always ready for what I hear. I mean, here's what makes me not nervous about him coming back into a camp. I, yo, he, he tore his ACL one year and then the next year came back like and was lights out in the NFL. Like this dude just knows how to prepare himself. He comes from a football pedigree, so I know that helps. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know that helps. But here's the thing that we don't get when Nick Bosa's not there. And I know a lot of people are looking at it from the defensive side. I'm looking at it from the offensive side. The more he holds out, like, I'm not worried about a Trent Williams. Like, I'm, I, I want to see Colton McKivitz and Nick line up on the right side. I want to see Nick challenge some of these younger offensive lines. Look, my man, don't bother me. Nick could be there pushing McKivitz to be. This is exactly, it's the iron sharpeth iron and things like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy, you know? And so, like, that's kind of, like, what I'm worried about. How is he helping the team by not being there? Is this a stubborn move on his part? I don't, I, yeah. Like, we, we said the same stuff about Debo Samuel. I mean, I think every player comes down to a point where they're going to hold out. Last time I checked, I, I thought Debo was at camp. But then it, uh, George Kittle came to camp. But, then, you know, Nick Bosa is Nick Bosa. He's a Bosa. Uh, that doesn't give him a pass or anything like that. It's just simple. that That's how they operate. That's how the Bosa's operate. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. My man Grant says... I like the D-line practicing without him because when he comes, it'll seem so much easier for them. I do agree with that. Uh, I do agree with that, GA. Um, but I, I, I do want to know what it's like building. Does the defensive line need to build continuity as well? We always say the offensive line needs to build continuity, but does there need to be continuity amongst the defensive line? I know I'm asking questions, but that's just kind of like how I'm thinking about it. So him being near... Um, they're playing, they look like they're playing great without him uh, there, which is good because it's, it's showing that the defensive line is progressing and trending upwards. But when he's there, does the, does the defensive rotation act a little different? Like, do, do they act a little different? You know what I mean? See, this is why I like Jan Ice, right? So Debo was at camp on the side, but unfortunately different expectations for different folks. So are you saying different strokes for different folks? I think that's kind of like how it, was, how, I, it shouldn't be like that. Like, I hate that. That's that's my biggest pet peeve. I feel like I've been on everybody's show saying, keep the shit the same. If you're going if you're going to hold one player to expectations, hold them all to the expectations. That that's kind of like where I'm coming. And this is not a shot at Nick. It's just he's holding out and nobody's talking about it. And I'm kind of 
curious to why we're not talking about it. Like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, we, we, it's a good conversation to have. I tell you what, I started something called bunches. Uh, and I think I'm gonna be able to post the link inside the chat right here on YouTube, the bunches bunches is, uh, a breezy's bunch club where you guys can come. It's free. All you got to just click on link. I want to talk about some of the stuff we don't necessarily get a chance to talk about going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? right here but you know i want you guys to be heard more right you don't have to join it live you can still type you can still send your pictures and messages and things like that uh but it's it's sort of like a a mini like a discord type thing but just strictly about the niners like my discord is about life this is about the Niners. So if you want to become a member of that, I'm going to put the link in the show. It's called Bunches. Check it out. It's a dope group. We're trying to build it, things like that. It's free. It doesn't cost you a dime or a penny. But I would love to get some of your takes on, you know, some of these things that we're not really discussing out in the forefront. I want to know how you guys really feel about situations. So Nick Bosa continues to hold out. Uh, you know, the injuries are pretty much the same. Let's talk about the quarterbacks rising on day four now if you got a chance to watch the 49ers clip that they put out uh what a great clip uh you saw brandon Ayuk doing his thing sam Darnold was looking like half man half amazing trey lance looked amazing again like like you had chris conley who i am kind of i said chris conley was gonna be a veteran that will make this team and if he continues to do what he does at camp the wide receiver room is going to be the toughest decision to make toughest decision to make you drafted one you got a bunch of undrafted guys you got a bunch of veterans you signed Who's going to the PS? Who's going to be on the roster? Are the Niners keeping five? Will they go six? I'm predicting six. Everybody kept saying Chris Conley was a one-trick pony. He's just fast. He could just get down the field. He only wants one route. Why well, he ain't won that run route in that Trey Lance pass that he threw to him. I, like, I like the, it's, it's amazing. Then you got my man Tay Martin who continues to trend upwards. Like, you can't stash these guys. You can't stash them all. You, you can't. If the Niners take six, it's going to be tough. Will it be Tay? Would it be uh, 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 Chris Conley? Would it be uh, my man Ronnie Bell who's having a great camp? It's going to be tough. So I'm interested to see. You know what's going on but let's talk about the quarterbacks rise on day four i'll talk a little bit about the clips that i saw now i'm going off of matt mayoko's stats all right and the reason why i chose to go off of him is because i just want to be consistent he's he's the guy that i like to talk to he's the guy that i follow and he's the guy that i trust does he make mistakes he's human but i'm gonna go off his stats so here's his updates all right uh brock purdy had the scheduled day off so he didn't throw yesterday. He was at, he was at practice, right? But he didn't participate in the eleven on eleven. So that meant that Trey Lance was your quarterback one. Sam Darnold was your quarterback two, and quarterback three was Brandon Allen. So three quarterbacks. All right. Now, why do I say Trey Lance is quarterback one? Because he had the most reps with the starting unit. Okay. So uh, let's go. Trey Lance, eleven on eleven reps. Reps. Excuse me. Eleven on eleven reps. He had 16 reps, all right? And 12 of those reps were with the first team, and he went five for eight. Now, I that's a great percentage. Five for eight is, is a great percentage, 
Um, to me, it's a great percentage. I mean, you know, I could, I could just do the math. Uh, let's see, I got my calculator right here. Yes, I use the calculator. It's 2023. All right. So he went five for eight. And I, don't act like y'all ain't using the calculator. 63%. It's not bad. I feel like quarterbacks throughout the year, the good ones, they 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 cover in that 60% mark and the highest probably be like in the 70% if they can make it to that. But I thought that was pretty good for, for Trey Lance. Uh, 63% is what I got, five for eight. Um, had a couple of touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Looked good. Looked really good. Looked really good. I don't know why Trey Lance isn't getting the fanfare. Uh, I know he had an off day. And day on day three, where he went two for five, but he, to me, he 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 progressed. And here here's the thing: like, according to everyone out there, you know what? Let me just finish reading the stats. I'm sorry, I, I get sidetracked. Uh, Sam Darnold, eleven on eleven reps. He had a total of sixteen as well, so they split the reps. But he only had four with the first team. He went seven for nine and only had four with the first team. So he had four with the first team, and then, which is weird, because I'm trying to figure out who was that on that first team offense. Because if I'm not mistaken, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel should have been on the first team offense, and 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 you know what I'm saying. So it's it, so those passes that we saw, those clips with, that we saw, must have came from the first of his four reps with that particular uh, first team. Uh, Brandon Allen, eleven on eleven reps. Uh, he had. Uh, he had eight total. He went four for uh, four or five passing. All right. So those are your quarterback statistics. Um, Trey Lance with the first team. Now, I put this disclaimer out there because I know Trey Lance had a bad day and this is not an excuse for him because you got to be good on no matter what team you're going. But first team, it just seemed like Trey Lance. The first time he practiced with the first team, he did good. The second time he's practicing with the first team, he did good. Now, he had a couple of misses, you know, a couple of misses, and I think a couple of them were for touchdowns. He could have had touchdowns, but no interceptions. Uh, again, Brock Purdy, if I'm not mistaken, is the only quarterback in, in training camp that's thrown an interception so far. Had a couple of interceptable passes from Trey Lance, if I'm not mistaken, but they weren't intercepted. So if they weren't intercepted, then they're not interceptions. But if they're intercepted... Then their interceptions It's different when you're talking about sacks because there's no pads. But today we can talk about sacks. They still won't be able to hit the quarterback. But you get where I'm trying to go. Like like if the guy is there, they'll still let the quarterback get the throw off, but they'll count it as a sack. Um, so those are the quarterback stats. I thought all quarter all three of the quarterbacks played well. Um, I am a little confused to why Trey didn't have any or at least from what I read or saw, didn't have any, he didn't have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. It was kind of weird to me. Uh, did anybody get anything different out there? Because that was kind of a little weird. And the Sam Darnold got the Debo, Brandon Ayuk package. No shot at Chris Conley and the other wide receivers on the squad. I'm just curious to see, you know, I wonder what Trey Lance would be like with those guys. Um, if he's doing it with the guys that aren't your one and two wide receivers. So this could be good news if you look at it. I'm the half glass full or empty. I don't know which side I'm on. But at the, at the end of the day, like, you can you can find optimism in it. Like, he played well, and he didn't have those guys. If you want, if you don't want, it's up to you. If you don't want to. But um, I, thought the, I think the quarterbacks are doing a pretty darn good job overall. 
Uh, I think the more Brock Purdy is out there, the more he's going to trend upwards. I think the more Trey Lance is out with the first team, it's something about that first team, he's going to continue to trend upwards. And Sam Darnold, you know, dominated with the second team. Like that, like, and that's kind of like what I expect. I'm, I don't expect Sam Darnold to look like trash against the second team defense. You know, Trey Lance is against the first team defense, and you know, Sam Darnold is against the second team defense. So I don't expect him to look like trash. But I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to see that all the quarterbacks took an uh, uh, a trend upwards on day four. Today's day five. They're going to have pads. The offensive line to be able to protect. The defensive line is going to be able to attack. So it's going to be interesting to see which quarterbacks move. I believe Brock throws today. I know Kyle Shanahan explained it in the pressers, like two on, one off, but it's not two back to back. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that. All right, guy that's doing ultimately well, and I'm calling him the ultimate warrior, is Brandon Ayuk because there's no one, I don't think, in NF in the NFL that's having a better camp than Brandon Ayuk. And here's the thing from Brandon Ayuk, and I'm not comparing him to this guy, but I'll explain my reasoning in a second. But he's having a, a, a DeAndre Hopkins type of a training camp and I feel like he's getting into that echelon of players. He's getting into the elite wide receiver category. Now, I know he has to go out and prove it on NFL Sundays, but we've seen him do it. Uh, we're talking about B.A. I'm calling him B.A. 2K. I know it's going to be hard to get 2,000 yards, but I don't give a f- That's what I, I just feel like that's what he's going to be. He's going to be that dynamic, right? So I'm calling him B.A. 2K. I know he's B.A. 1K or 1A B. A or whatever it is Kyle Juszczyk called him, but he is what he is. Uh, he's a dominant football player. And here's why I put him in that category. I remember DeAndre Hopkins. He must have caught touchdown passes from the most no-name quarterbacks I've ever heard of in my entire life. And I feel like with Brandon Ayuk, now that he understands what it's like to be an NFL football player, you heard him talking to his presser, you heard Kyle Shanahan say, he is just, he's clicking on, on every facet, every level. I just feel like it don't matter who the quarterback, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is at this point. It could be Trey, it could be Brandon, it could be whatever, it could be a little guy named Bonk. I don't think it matters. B.A. is going to go out there, find a way to catch that pass, whether he has to dive for it, jump for it, reach for it, put one hand out, if it comes right to him. Like, he's just on another level. And this is why I'm calling him the ultimate warrior, because this dude in practice is going to hunt it. Like, he's going one freaking hundred. You know what I mean? And so I'm excited to see what B.A. is going to be able to translate on NFL Sunday. So shout out to B.A. who continues to work hard. I'm calling him the ultimate warrior. With the pads on, I feel like he's going to only be more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Mariah? My sister's in the building. What's good, girl? Uh, B.A. the GOAT. I I just feel like now that you're going to put pads on, I mean, good luck, like good freaking luck. Like the dude is only going to be that more dynamic on the football field. Because if let me let me let me let me say this. I don't think there's a more dangerous wide receiver in the NFL than Debo Samuel. But if if Brandon Ayuk has the Debo Samuel mindset, oh, sugar snaps. That's scary. Now you got two wide receivers that's going to look to do damage like since when do wide receivers want to oppose their will on defensive backs 
that's the difference between the 49ers wide receivers and the rest of the wide receivers in the NFL. That's all I'm going to say. So, Brandon, now you keep rising, King. You're doing a great job out there, my guy. Uh, the ultimate warrior. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm going with him. Uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Let's talk about uh, who to watch. Brandon Ayuk mentioned Deshaun Jameson. He called him number 22 in his presser. Uh, I know we spoke about him before. This kid from Texas is just rising, 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 and rising. Yeah. He, he continues to trend upwards, and as long as he's staying helpful and he has the opportunity to trend upwards, there's a possibility that this undrafted rookie finds a way on this squad, the 53-man roster. Now, it's going to be extremely hard. You know what I mean? It's going to be extremely hard, like super hard. Um, but there's a possibility. He's trending upwards. Now, the 49ers got a bunch of DBs. That's another room to watch. Like, how many do they keep? I mean, I know they got to keep four and five, and then do they go six? Another another room to watch. As far as corners, it's going to be another room to watch. Also, he gives you the return. I saw the 49ers working on the return game uh, yesterday at training camp. So it's going to be interesting, but that's a kid that I want you guys to keep your eye on. And if there is a player uh, that is not a rookie that I want you guys to keep your eye on, I'm going to go with TDP. Uh, they asked about TDP. They asked Kyle Shanahan about TDP yesterday, and he said he's just, you know, it's like night and day. He said he came into camp, you know, just different, different. Those are my words, summing up what Kyle Shanahan said. Uh, but if you paid attention to Kyle Shanahan, there's something about TDP that he loves. I don't know what that is as of yet because we haven't seen much of it. But here's why TDP will make this roster. Hey, he's, he's got to be a Kyle Shanahan guy. So I feel like he's just going to get the whatever, right? Remember we trade, we drafted him with our first, second pick, and we were like, what the hell? No one thought we were going to take a running back. Anyway, I'm saying that to say this. Kyle Shanahan said in the presser that TDP was given the opportunity last year and unfortunately had an injury. So Kyle kept trying to get him in the game. He There was nothing, like, he kept trying to get him in the rotation. Whenever there was an injury to Mitchell, if TDP was available, he went with TDP. If TDP wasn't available, he had to, you know, go to Jordan Mason. Now, I know a lot of people want to know, does Jordan Mason trend downwards? And that's my question. I, maybe no one's asking that, but I'm asking that. Three fumbles already in camp. I don't have the full context of how he's fumbling I don't have the context, but there he does have three fumbles in camp. Now, the last time I checked, Kyle Shanahan doesn't do the fumbling. He that's that's not a thing. My man CJ Gray says Breezy, uh, the Laburn kid is way better out there than TDP. Hey, he gives you a, 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 a another speed burst, another dimension. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna come down to little small things, right? Can Laburn play on special teams? Can TDP play on special teams? Or do they keep Jordan Mason and pick between those two guys? So it's going to be interesting. I, It's going to be super interesting to see how the running back's room pans out. But I tell you what, today they put on pads, CJ. So if they can't pass protect, 
then we're gonna have a whole other problem you feel me like a whole other problem if they can't pass protect that's the scary part all right if they can't pass protect all right so we're gonna figure that out today they're gonna have pads on Guys, rushers, blitzers. Oh, shit. It just hit me that the 49ers have on pads and Steve Wilkes likes the blitz. It just hit me. Oh, snap. Like, literally just hit me. Oh, man. I'm praying for them out there today, man. I'm praying. But TDP, man, keep your eyes on them. Uh, first day at camp, he had a great day. Nice. Uh, uh, he had that. Uh, he showed that he can catch out of the backfield. He had that choice route out of the backfield from Trey Lance. I think it was like a 30-plus yarder uh, and things like that. And that's another thing. Can these running backs catch? So I know Laburn in, is, is out there, and he's having a great job. And that's my guy. That's the guy I keep telling you guys to watch out for. I feel like he's the dark horse. That's the undrafted guy I have circled. Uh, but there's a drafted guy that they have. And this is what the Niners do, right? They just bring in competition year after year. It doesn't matter if you're drafted it doesn't matter if you're undrafted it doesn't matter if you're a free agent you come in and to compete i'm with demarcus right here those fumbles it's a quick way to the doghouse gotta be careful uh and it's weird right and here's the thing i'm cool with mason and these fumbles because i know when it's real he doesn't fumble if that makes any sense it could be something like I said, I don't have the context, but it could be something as simple as the handoff exchange. It could be something simple to why he's not holding on to the ball. I do know when there's contact, he's better protective of the football. How do I know? Because I watched them do it. This is this is training camp. They're probably working on things, but I'm hoping this doesn't, you know turn into something different my man ga says i think if mason gets through preseason without a fo see i didn't even read your comment yet and this is where i was going i just feel like when it's real he holds on to the ball i don't think he fumbles during a real game or a scrimmage game i i just don't think so all right so tdp man keep your eyes on him let's see if he continues to trend up uh position battles for today i'm going with the trenches man uh, I don't know if Trent Williams is practicing today. He had a veteran day yesterday, but if he is, I'm going with the trenches and I want to see if Drake Jackson has something for Trent. Like, I, does he have a trick up his sleeve? Can he get that bend and get around Trent a little bit? Today's the day we're going to find out. So position battles, I'm going defensive line versus offensive line. Today's the day you can actually start seeing who's going to win the battles. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. When I went to uh, the senior bowl this year, I, I, this is, that's, this is what I paid attention to. And I'm not even a trench guy, but I wanted to see who had the get off, how they attacked, which ends had moves. How could the interior get through the offensive line? Which offensive line could hold their blocks without getting penalties? Like, I don't know. It was just so exciting. This is where you heard a lot of the pop too. Like this is, this is where you hear the contact and things like that. It's dangerous in the trenches. All right. I'll leave it at that. So I'm going offensive line versus defensive line. All right. Hey, that's the quick recap of day uh day four. Shout out to John Lynch. He actually spoke and thanked the fans, man. Round of applause to our GM. I feel like he doesn't get get enough credit. I just feel like he doesn't get enough credit. You know what I mean? But John Lynch came out, spoke to the fans. I thought that was so dope. Uh, and he charged us. 
And I know people might not have heard him charging us, but he charged the fans. Listen, he told us what we did well, okay? And so he's asking us to continue to do it well, continue to do it better, continue to bring that energy, that fire home and on the road. Now, I know I'm going to be on the road with the 49ers Rush Road Trip Camp uh, and with John Chapman and the crew. So I know, if you know me, the energy is going to be in the freaking building and it will always, and I mean always, be through the roof. Now, if you're going to join myself, John Chapman, the Rush Road Trip, there's the link right there, www.49ersrushroadtrip.com. Get your tickets. Pittsburgh, it's packed. I don't even know if there are any more tickets. I, don't, I, don't, I, I believe we're at capacity for Pittsburgh, but we'll figure it out. All right? Get your tickets. We're going to be at a f- five other places. Uh, we're going to be on the road a lot. I'll definitely be at the Cowboys game. That game is going to be dope because I'm going to be out there that week, a little bit around Thursday, Friday, early, to shoot the music video to Faithful to the Bay. All right? Faithful to the Bay is going to be shot during the week of the Cowboys game. I want to get Cowboys fans said i want to just get it all in that video that's something about the cowboys that that does something to me it, it, it puts me on another level of energy and so it's the perfect time to shoot that video but i will say this and, and i'm with you Debster. can't wait for the cowboys rush road trip listen the the cowboys 49ers matchup for us that were born i would say in the in the early 80s and and before the 80s so 80s and below like oh maybe even 90s and below if you watch football at that time like for some reason like that team uh, is worse than any nfc west matchup the cowboys it's just what it is it's going to be that for the rest of our lives Kali says get your tickets while supplies last you don't want to miss out uh, on that Pittsburgh game, all right? So make sure you guys are there, man, because I'm going to be there. We'll take pictures, have a good time, and and just and just bring that 49ers energy, all right? Um, I want to get you guys on the show for the last couple of minutes. I got about 20 minutes left, so I'm going to go ahead and put the link inside the chat. So all you got to do, if you want to join, is click on the link. I want to get your take on training camp so far, man. What do you like? What do you dislike? All right. You'll have a little bit of time uh, to talk about it. We got about 20 minutes. I'll get the first few people on here, and we'll have some fun. Truly appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. Listen, don't forget to hit that like button. I'm not leaving yet. I'm just changing the segment of the show. Hit the like button right now while we're transitioning into the phone portion of the show. It's not really a phone, is it, right? Because you guys are joining me live. I don't care what you look like. It doesn't matter. Just make sure your breath smells good because I can smell bad breath over the airwaves. I truly can. So make sure that's right. Other than that, let's have some damn fun. I got my brother Dion on here. Why are you smiling, bro? Because, <laughs> bro, how you going to say you can smell bad breath? I can breath smell that again? junk, man. <laughs> Listen, shit smells like shit. It doesn't matter where it is, but I can smell it, bro. What's hey. going on, fam? Hey, I feel you. Hey, last time we was on, bro, I didn't even... I didn't mean to drop out because I know we was having a, a nice conversation. My dad, the internet just kicked out because I got to work. And for some reason in my area where I work, that reception trash. It's so all good, bro. I wasn't trying I, to dip out on you because I like having them types of combos. 
And we you know need what I'm saying? It, it, it makes us stronger. It makes us more yeah. knowledgeable. It makes us more weary. It, it gives us a chance to see the opposite side, right? Yeah. You're not, that, that's all it is, man. Listen, yep. I, I want you to spill, man. I, I want to get your takes on training camp thus far. Wherever you take us, we go. I'm just going to sit back and listen today. I don't want to say anything unless you ask me a question. That's my goal. Yeah. I yeah. talk too much, and I never shut up. So I'm shutting up right now. Dion, you got the floor. Well, Breezy, we we wanted the same. People tell me that all the time, especially when we start talking Niners. I get crazy. So for me, um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's just the first week. Wasn't really no pads. Nice to have, you know, 49er football back. Nice for us as content creators to have something more to talk about than a bunch of speculation. Um, I have to say that I, 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 I'm not as worried about Nick Bosa. I'm not going to be too worried about it. It just... The reason I'm not worried about it is because Bosa is, is, isn't that guy. Like, he doesn't hold out with noise. You're not going to hear nothing from him until he signs his contract. That's it. And then, of course, you know, once they make him available to the media, they'll ask him a bunch of idiotic questions. And, well, what were you doing in your time away? I was sitting around eating donuts all day. No, fool. I was in Florida with my family training like I normally do. I mean, the man's been running pass rush, pass rush drills since – he was in his mama's stomach. I guarantee. So I'm not worried about Nick Bosa. That's just how it works, man. But <clears throat> when it comes to the DBs, the pads are coming on. And you said something that excited me. Steve Brooks likes to blitz. Oh, that's going to be a good time. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what quarterback it is. You're going to have some heat on you. You better I, get that ball out. I, I don't even know, think we see cornerback blitzing, bro. I you think never know. I know. You're right. But scary the, way, the way Drake Greenlaw smiled when they asked him about blitz. <laughs> like. That's an evil grin right there, man. That's one of those. You mean to tell me I get to hunt the quarterback? And he has uh-huh. the speed. Like he has the speed, bro. He does. I'm Fred telling Warner, you, man. he has the speed. The 49ers got fast linebackers. And I think that's why they really went after, like, uh, I feel like Jalen Graham is your coverage guy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like D. Winters just has the ability to get to the quarterback yes. if they ask him to attack. I really, I really hope everybody makes it. Yeah, that's tough, I, right? If, if, if our linebacker room could be the guys that we have, the core guys, if you could keep D. Winters and Jalen Graham and Marcelino McCrary ball, and then keep Fred Andre. It's a solid linebacker room. You figure out who's going to be the next guy, who's going to be that will that takes over the spot for Aziz. And every the other two guys, you continually develop them. You put them on special team, and you tell them, "Hey, get out there and make some plays." You know what I'm saying? D winners, you better get in shape because I believe in you. I've seen your tape. You are an amazing player. But I heard you came to OTAs. A lot of shape, bro. Step it up. I don't I- want you. I I know you your your focus since I've been we've been com, uh you know conversing you're really owned in on the cornerbacks and I love it uh, I love it a lot I feel like they don't get enough recognition uh, you already came out and put your take out there and said they're gonna have a minimum and I mean you mean all the DBs so the team excuse me they're gonna have a minimum of twenty five interceptions that's yes. deep. That's deep, right? Yep. And I'm, I, I would say linebackers and back because our linebackers are asked to cover mm-hmm. more, most mm-hmm. than more than most linebackers in the NFL. 
But today, who are you locking up? Who is Niner Gang Podcast's matchup battle, cornerback to wide receiver? Like, who are you looking to see today now that the pads are coming on? The Amador Lenore. He has been improving steadily. And his last season was flat out amazing. Heart goes out to Darrell Luter Jr. Hopefully you get healthy, my guy. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, everything is great when you do come back. But that opened the door for your man, Ambry Thomas. Like, the less DBs we got, the easier it is for him to climb up that that chart, man. You know, and it's, it's not a shot at him. He just, he hasn't been, he, he, we, we ain't really see him, you know, last year. But that was due to the emergence of Lenore. Um, oh, yeah, 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 Peachy. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> there's going to be a few of those. I agree with you. I now, agree with you. It's not going to be like a fight fight, but it's it, it's going to be a couple of little little scuffles here and there. And I, I guarantee you it's going to be it's going to be BA and Prince. It's going to so as BA is going something is going to happen yeah. with BA uh today, like today. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the pads are coming on. And I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't come from one of his best friends on the team, the guy you just mentioned, Diamador Lenore, because he said that that kid is a dog. Mm-hmm. Like he he came out when Brent, if Brandon Ayuk to me is probably the top dog, and if he comes out and says that that kid is a dog, they gonna scuffle. Now BA already put out. He gonna be attacking them dudes in them white jerseys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And Diamador clap back. So I'm gonna yep. tell you, I think Fred gonna be the one this time eating the popcorn, like, mm-hmm. like just eat and just tuning in. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be and, dope. And the smart thing is, like, when you when you do that, hype your boy up. If I'm Fred, I put a battery all the way in and uh, Diamador. Oh. Yes, sir. Look, yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, did you hear what he said about you? Bro, man, th- hey, man, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I heard you was talking about your mom in the locker room. I'm yeah. putting a battery in his back to go out there and destroy B.A. And if I'm on the offense, don't matter which quarterback it is, I'm putting a battery in B.A. Hey, man, hey, look, you remember what Dino said? Remember how he clapped back at your tweet? Yeah, you got to go get him now. Like, yeah. you, I'm filling you with all kinds of rage and emotion to go out there and be <laughs> the best. And that, that that's the key. Now, the only thing I don't like about the 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 training camp so far is the disrespect to my man. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's it, there. It's, it's evident that there's disrespect, but this is called adversity. I know you it, don't like it. I know it's not. I know it's unfair, mm-hmm. but it can only make him stronger. I just feel like Trey Lance has that ability to overcome adversity he's been doing mm-hmm. it all his life you know yeah. and so and I, I i agree with you i agree that he has but been, it's unfair it is unfair. i agree that his dad has has raised a good man and see that's the thing See, you can raise you you can you can bring up you know what i'm saying a kid but you got to raise a good man and I think that's the difference. And that's the difference. When you when you have your father there and he's raising you as a man and teaching you grown man things, that works. Like Rome has the perfect role model in you. He can come to you and say, hey, pops, yeah. you know, what's going on? Your other son. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All yeah. those things like they they see what we do and they build off of what we build. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I like 
my my youngest son, you know, I'm so proud of him. He's, he's, a, he's a great student, really, really smart kid. He's graduating early, you know, and I'm, I've already told him, man, you're going to go to college because you're just too smart. I can't let your smarts be wasted, you know, anywhere else. Yes, sir. You know, and I even I played I played a little DMX for him and it was just one part in the song. And DMX said, I got to put you in the desert mm-hmm. and I got to hope that you can make it. You know, I got to put you on your ass to see what it does to you. But when you stand up, you'll see that I'm just showing love to you. I, like, I, we have to raise men. And that's what Trey Lance's father has done. Now, don't get me wrong. He was irritated in that press conference. He was. I, don't, I, 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 I felt like I, he was irritated with the questioning. Not, that, not, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. So the, yeah. The, the line of questioning is kind of like, okay, bro, like y'all, y'all don't like, I, I, I don't know for me. When I look at Trey Lance, I just feel like he's he's in a tough spot. He's in a bad situation. And honestly, if it's me and I start to see the season, you know, getting away from me and whatnot and everything looks good and the team seems to be doing well, I'm requesting a trade before the trade deadline. I'm yeah. gonna tell I'm gonna tell them, look, man, let me go somewhere where I can play. Obviously, I'm not wanted here. Obviously, you guys already have something established. I don't need to be here and waste y'all time and or waste mine. I, I don't have aspirations to sit on the bench and try to continually overcome adversity when I know I don't have a shot. Like, it's not going to be fair for me. I'm just going to sit here and what happens if Brock goes and wins the Super Bowl? I know I ain't playing. I know that. But Because they're going to give Brock a brand new contract, extend him, and they're going to call it a day. But it could I'm be going a, to become it, it, an afterthought, a foot and a cliff note in the 49ers history of, well, they wasted picks, but they were able to, as you said last time, you made a very valid point. They were able to keep a large percentage of the core together, pay other people, because we don't have that, that star quarterback. Yeah. But in the same vein, that happens. You know what happens? Now I'm just sitting here. I'm doing nothing. But it I don't could be, want to it be a career be a good, backup. I don't have be, that. Why? Why can't that be a good thing for Trey? And I gotta get, I gotta get CJ and yeah, Case on. Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna have this conversation. But why mm-hmm. can't that be a good thing for Trey? Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for umpteen years, like a literally a long ass time. He complained but about he, it. He, but and, he was behind. And, 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 it doesn't okay. matter. He was behind. Period. In the discussion, and so they weren't trying to move on until Brett Favre was just. Gave him no up other choice, right? That's kind of what Green mm-hmm. Bay does. But what San Francisco is doing is just keeping that quarterback room as cheap as possible for as long as they can while this Super Bowl window is open so they could keep this team financially together for as long as they can. And I think maybe, you know, it sucks for Trey to be in that situation. But if he gets the opportunity and it, and it, and it comes – Obviously, he's going to take advantage of it, and then there'll be no turning back. Now, to me, if if let's say this happens, and I'm not wishing this upon our players, period. Let's say uh-huh. Brock gets injured, Trey comes in, Trey takes it to the Super Bowl, we win the Super Bowl. If I hear shit about Trey Lance not starting after that, then I'm blowing the whole organization up. Like, literally, we'll do that. Like, that I is when— and I would scream like, and be right. like, Kyle, are you serious? Right. But do you get where I'm going with this? Like if he if he does the inevitable and and then they still sit there and say, Well, Brock got hurt and we go, No, 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 no. Now we have a problem. But right now, I'm just riding. 
I'm 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 yeah. waiting to see what kind of like happens and how it pans out. Is it unfair? Uh, I, I feel it's slightly unfair. I'll say this real quick so you can go to the next person. Kyle lied. Because you know what he said? What? Don't lose your job to injury. He really? changed that shit real quick. What Damn. happened to Jimmy Ward last season? He 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 gave Jimmy huh? Ward the ultimate op, the, uh, the the ultimatum. The ultimate Hello. ultimatum, right? <laughs> and what he was like, hey, you either play nickel or ride the bench. Now a lot of people say, well, he now, got that's some what Jimmy kind of a said. Spot. Jimmy yeah, said but, he said that. But fuck it, I'm gonna believe Jimmy. I'm going with Jimmy. Uh, yeah, because the thing is, is why would you say that if it didn't really happen? Come on, man. We all know how straightforward. I mean, people Jimmy are. could be kind of. I'm the worst optimistic person in the world. I find you are you are very optimistic. I, find I, I believe Jimmy. I believe what he said. I, I'm not saying I don't, but mm-hmm. Jimmy was also tight. He knew he wasn't gonna get paid, and mm-hmm. he didn't give a fuck mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. That's my optimism. Leave me alone. Lance, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Lance, automatic Lance. Lost his job to an injury. injury. He did. So, Kyle, don't say that no more because you done proved. You done literally proved that you don't do that. Peace, Breezy. Nothing but love to you, baby. I can't wait to see you in Arizona. Yes, sir. It's going to be on. This time we good. They don't have it in Mexico. I'm picking you up from the airport. I'm going to make sure you get you some food in your stomach, my guy. Drop you off. Wherever you got to go, you don't Uber or Lyft. Man, you call me. I am your guy while you are in Arizona. I will make sure that you are solid, my dude. I already, I told my wife that weekend, I was like, hey, Saturday, Sunday, (laughs) I'm I'm taking to your mama's because I'm going to be gone. Me and my dog are going to be chilling. We gone. You didn't tell her you was going to take her to her mama's, bro. You're trying to get, you're going to be on the couch the next week. Listen, I want to keep the household happy. You know what I'm saying? I'll find a way. We're going to find a way to have a good time, bro. We're going to figure it out, baby. Be easy, breezy. Love you know you, what I'm bro. saying? Everybody out there, continue to, you know, support this guy, man. He out here putting out this fantastic content. Number love, baby. Thank you, man. Peace out, man. Oh, that was funny. Oh, shout out to my man Rich is in the building. He says that shirt is fire. Yo, I, I, I forgot where I found it. Did I, I, I can't remember if this is John Chapman put me on this shirt. or I can't remember, but I found it. I copped it. Uh, it says cap, and it got the fist up there. I'm mad it's in New England colors. They could have put it like a black logo in here or whatever but it is what it is cj what's going on baby it's good to have you back bro i know you took a hiatus break i understand trust me i had to take a little break too yeah can you hear me i can but it's kind of crackly yeah i don't know why that would be um exactly i mean i um, we, we gonna rock with it because i want to hear what you got to say so it is what it is man it's been it's been a long off season. I, I had to unplug, man, because, man, it's, it's just exhausting year after year after year after year having to talk about the quarterback um, and having to talk about how we don't have an established guy and who should be the guy and, and people having these camps and, oh, I want this guy or I want this guy. And, and if you don't agree with me, you a clown. And that's just – that's an exhausting way to be. Um, this whole Trey Lance and Brock Purdy situation, one has played three complete games and the other has played seven complete games. Um, I just don't know how you can be extremely emotional and be so confident in either take, either way, because neither has really done enough for you to even be able to have a, a hard take on what's going on and with with these guys and to like Lawrence has played 
Field has played, Mac Jones has played, Zach Wilson has played, and we kind of got a we kind of developing a template of what we believe these guys to be, um, pretty much. Based and they've just they've all started twenty or more games, so we're sitting here having this high level discourse about people who have started three and seven games prospectively, and so that's and so that's what's been really rough for me to do. Like Brock Purdy is going to be this great quarterback and stuff like that, and Brock Purdy is from a stature standpoint. And a physical talent standpoint is kind of comparable to like a Case Keenum. And that's kind of the name I've been throwing out there to people a lot because he took the Vikings to the playoffs, took them on a deep playoff run. And then what happened? The Vikings was like, we got to go get Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins ain't like a top five, seventh guy or anything like that. And they just said, hey, man, we moving on to Kirk Cousins. CJ, I, I, I don't know if I want to stop this conversation because you just mentioned a name up here and it's the, the mother freak is going to be a free agent next year. And I just, if you, you just the fact that you spoke it into the atmosphere, you didn't say we would go get him, but you mentioned his name. And now I'm kind of thinking, damn it, will the 49ers be in a situation like that next year to where Kirk Cousins becomes available? I am not reiterating anything that Mike Florio was putting out there because he has been the ultimate Kirk Cousins go-getter guy. That's not what I'm doing. But damn, it just seemed like the page that we're writing, you just brought up a story I forgot about. And what happened in Minnesota? Will that be San Francisco next year? And so, and so the story ends. Case Keenum goes on to Denver, and now he's and he sucks. And now he's trash. back. And now he's a backup. And now he's a backup quarterback. And I don't, I can't remember who he's backing up at this point, but he's. I think he's in Cleveland or somewhere else. I think that's where he was at. But I, I, I just, I'm not saying Brock is that. But I'm just, I only re- reference that story is because. That keeps Keenum and Brock Purdy are relatively the same size, got us about rel- relatively the same arm talent and so forth. And so you, when you are a, a guy that just plays with a mental ga- game and, and you're just running your offense and stuff like that, that might carry you deep in the playoffs, but eventually you're going to need a guy that has got something else. Like the play the, play the coach call, it's – it ain't working like it was drawn up, and you got to make something happen out there. And and I just don't know if Brock has those types of skills to be able to to be able to do that in these big games or the Super Bowl or the, or or these high leverage moments, especially after coordinators have seen him for a long period of time. And then Trey Lance. People saying, oh, this guy's a bust. He's played three complete games. And and so, yeah, of course, yeah, he's got this problem with his short passing game and being consistent with it. But he has everything else. So it's like if he can put it together and get this short game going and get that timing and rhythm down and get – he doesn't have to be 90% completion on those passes like Brock Purdy. He could be 80%, but if he could still give you that – special downfield or he can make a play when the play isn't there type situation that's going to fill in the gaps uh, of that and so 
I just encourage people to just let things play out and then discuss it as as after it's played out and you have a significant body of work to really judge somebody on. And then now we got these crazy people talking about, man, Sam Darnold is doing great in camp. This is practice, man. Sam Darnold's played 55 starts and he's done turned the ball over 90 times. So, mm, 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 and, and, and so, mm. and, and so if, if that's your body of work, until you prove me over a body of work that that's otherwise, that it's now something different, I'm going to believe that when you go out there and start, I have to hold my breath and get ready for you to turn the ball over twice in that game. Because statistically, that's what it's saying that you do. Um, I, and so <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how why people are so eager to have him out there. And, and so I that's, just, why, that's why – go ahead, I, Well, I hear it. Um, if you don't mind, like your audio is cutting in and out and it's hard for people to follow. So I just want to make sure you get what you have to say. And then I'll go ahead and talk uh, with you off the air so people can hear it. But here's the thing, right? I think you have one. Of the, this is one of the most realist takes that I, I and I keep trying. And I know it sounds like we straddle in the fence, but aren't we're not. We're, we're playing the logic game, right? Brock has to go in there and prove it that he can be real. Like, I know what he did, but I do feel like Brock earned the right because he won over a short period of time consistently. I think he gave us the most consistent play as far as winning than we've seen in a long time. Maybe back to that 2019 season with Jimmy Garoppolo and we just were winning, winning, right? And and we had and with Brock, I felt like that's what he gave he, he when he came in. Obviously, there's context. We had other pieces. You know what I'm saying? He and he had his he had his arsenal. George Kittle was back. Whatever. CMC joins the team. Uh, but when Brock got in there, I just felt like because he was able to do that, and literally, the team didn't lose. It took an injury for the team to lose. Me personally, you got to go with that guy. Now, he gonna get his chance. If he defies all odds, this is tough because I feel like Brock got to win every game he plays. <laughs> like I, I, I know that's unrealistic, right? I know that's unrealistic because, like you said, team now scouts the the defensive coordinators are going to have film on him. They're going to know his tendencies. They're going to know his weaknesses. They're going to know how to attack him differently. They're going to shoot and disguise coverages now. They're going to do so many things different now that he's the starter. But if he goes out there and continues to 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 do things, play well, help this team win certain games, then I get it. Like, I get why they went with him. It was because he built that continuity to where the team was winning. I just feel like for the 49ers, it's a win-win situation because I still feel they can win with Trey Lance. I don't know if they can win with Sam Darnold. They won with Trey Lance. They've won with Brock Purdy. Those are the facts. They haven't won with Sam Darnold, and you just put out his context. In the NFL, he's trash. So it's hard, and I hate to use that word, but he's not good. In the NFL. In practice, he can woo us all the time, and it's good. You want to see quarterbacks throw great balls in practice. You want to see them. He's going up against the he's going against the best defense in the league. That we we say that, right? A lot of people out there in the media world feels the Niners have this tough number one defense. Cool. It's good to see he's getting better. But then what happens when the lights come on? What happens when it's on a Sunday or Thursday night 
or a Sunday night or a Monday night, if he has to play, will he still be able to give you that what we saw in practice? And that we just don't know yet. So I feel like I like your take on this whole thing. We just kind of got to let it unfold, right? It's not about Brock being better, Trey being better. It's just about the way it is now. And we just going to have to see what kind of like happens. If Trey gets his opportunity, he just got to go in there and be Trey. If the coach lets him. I feel like that's one thing that Coach Kyle Shanahan hasn't done. And I feel like if he kind of scopes the game around Trey Lance's abilities, Trey Lance would obviously succeed well. You don't see the Chicago Bears telling Justin Fields what to do. Like they, they, they dial up certain things for him to make him gain positive yards to feel better. We watched it with Cam Newton. That's the type of quarterback you got with Trey Lance. He's he has the ability to make plays, like you know, with his arm and with his legs. And I feel like Kyle Shanahan just has to figure that out when he's given the opportunity. If that happens, the Niners are just in a win-win situation for me. I think that's why they went and they made the quarterbacks room strong like because that's how they they feel the Niners don't feel like they lost because the offensive line or because Tyler Croft couldn't like hold up his block they lost because they just ran out of talent at the quarterback position they lost all their quarterbacks and Brock Purdy luckily was still on this roster um I will I was kind of in get caught towards the end with this the thing that I'm not liking that I'm seeing is Brandon Brandon Allen getting these reps as the fourth quarterback on the roster. Doesn't that's make sense. unheard of. It's, it's unheard of, which tells me I don't like it. I, I don't like what it's telling me. It's telling me that one, Sam Darnold or Trey Lance is not going to be on this roster when the season starts. It's, it's, it's telling me that. And I hope that's not the case. I hope they just move on from Brandon Allen and they just go with the three guys there which are the best, probably the best three guys. But what they're doing is, is not heard of. And, and when you're doing things that is not heard of, it just makes you concerned. Hey, well said, man, CJ. Well said. Thanks for being a part of the stream, man. Miss you, brother. Glad to have you back. All right, man. Peace out. All right, Case 49, we got one more we're going to get to before we jump off the show. Show's going a little longer than I planned, but that's cool with me. I mean, I, I love to hear you guys give your takes on there uh and then yeah let's get out of here cj case 49 what's going on baby breezy what's going on my man i i appreciate you patiently waiting in the room and just holding on i I really appreciate that man i i I thank you my brother yeah no doubt man for sure you know i had to come back in and out a couple of times string y'all be acting wild it do yeah man (laughs) shout out to you though man it's good to talk to you man i feel like i've known you my whole life for real, man, just because I've been watching you over the years. And, um, you know, I've seen you come up a long way, man. You're you the hardest working one out here in the business. Thank you, You know brother. what I'm saying? Like, I'd be walking around talking about, you know, nitty-gritty is that nine of talk. I don't like it, man. It take a walk. I love it. You know what I'm saying? We're not playing around here. So shout out to Breezy, man. Appreciate you, bro. A clap. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you, bro. Appreciate <laughs> no that. Doubt, no doubt. But, um... Yeah, man. So the way I feel about the situation is I think a lot of people is upset because of all of the narratives that's surrounding the 49ers right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not listening to what's actually being said. Like me personally, you can listen to who you want to listen to. But me personally, I like to listen to Kyle Shanahan. I like to listen to, 
the players, you know what I mean, and uh, see what they have to say about the situation because that's really where you're going to get your real information from. And I know they're not going to tell you too much, but you can read body language. You can read into things that they say and stuff like that. But I just feel like we got such a – we got a Super Bowl team. Like, everybody is out there balling right now. I'm so happy to hear about Drake Jackson uh, stepping up to the plate. Like, I always had faith in the kid. I knew he was going to do it. So that's finally coming to fruition. I'm I'm hyped to hear that. Um, I'm hyped about TDP. I always have faith in TDP too. TDP is a monster, y'all. Like, I, not sleep on TDP. He is a young monster in the waiting. And y'all about to, y'all about to find that out. Kyle really likes uh, TDP. I think he's way better than Sermon for sure. Absolutely. Know? But um, they had zero problems of letting Sermon go. And to me, Sherman, they had zero problems. I I think now they're gonna have problems. Like they, who who won't make? I think it comes down to the running backs core. I think it's gonna come down to who do they feel may make that practice squad if they let go. I think it's a game. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, we can uh, retain the people that we like. We usually pretty good about doing that. So hopefully, we can uh, you know stay along those lines. But um, with the whole quarterback situation. I kind of don't agree, you know what I mean? Okay. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, it's nothing against nobody's uh, opinion or whatever, but I kind of don't agree that um, Brock Purdy should just automatically be the starter based off of what he did last year. Okay. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, of course, you know, we want to take into context, like he came in in week 13, you know what I mean? He had fresh legs, like the defenses he was playing, <laughs> You know, the, the, that uh, Tampa Bay defense, Miami defense, like, where are these defenses ranked? You know what I mean? Like, Good what point. was Tampa Bay defense <laughs> like for real last year? They was old and slow. You know, um, you know, he was just running up the middle for touchdowns and stuff like that. But um, I take that into context. I look at the fact that we was already on a, you know, four-game winning streak with Jimmy. The offense was clicking. Yeah, they wasn't scoring 30 a game, but they were scoring like 25, 27. Great pretty point. close. You know, so it was already hot. It was already a hot team. He took over. He had fresh legs. He played great. And he beat Seattle. Yeah, Seattle is trash to me, though. Breezy, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sold. They they talking about Sam Darnold could be the next Geno Smith. I don't want Geno Smith either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not to take anything away from him, but I, won't, I don't want Sam Darnold or Geno Smith, to be honest with you, because I don't think that they have what it takes to win it all. Uh, you know, they didn't have Bobby Wagner last year. Like, they had a lot of rookies, you know, playing in the starting lineup. So, they got beat three times. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, Seattle was trash to me, and I still don't know about them for real. So, I don't know. I just, based off, I put context in, into it. Everybody wants to put context when it comes to Sam Darnold, right? <laughs> you know, oh, he, um, you know, he, he, he didn't have a good coaching staff. He didn't get a have a good team. He didn't have good weapons. They give you all types of context when it comes to Sam Darnold. I see it, where you're going uh, with this. I like when it. When it comes to Brock versus Trey, oh, it's no context. You see what I'm saying? Brock won this, so he is the stuff. Like, what? Where's, what happened to the context? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I thought context mattered with Sam Darnold, but context don't matter with Trey. But my whole thing is, if you listen to the team, there's a quarterback competition. There's always competition at every position, Thank okay? You. Thank you. Thank it is a quarterback you. competition. What did Debo say? I, I don't think he was <laughs> supposed to say that shit, but he didn't care. He said it. Right. And But but why are we not listening? Exactly. Why we, 
Why why are only you and I the only ones listening to what the players are saying? That's okay, but we gonna say it. So because you know, there, there's a competition. And so here no, here's what you said. And I'm not clapping back. I gotta give you props for saying this. Because I've been on this train. Because I know I said, well, Brock, what Brock did last year was good. And, you know, he deserves to, be, to, to, to you know, be right. uh, not, the, not the leader. Let me, let me rephrase what I'm saying. He deserves to be the leader in the clubhouse. Is that better? He deserves right. to be the leader right. in the clubhouse. There's a quarterback right. competition and may the best motherfucking quarterback win. Because that's what. But the thing that's. But here's the thing. The context that we don't add to that is Kyle controls the competition. And see, that's where it gets weird, right? Because Brock gets all the reps, and then Trey splits the reps. Does, right. You, but, but that's not fair, point. though. That's not fair. What it should be, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you were the head coach, and I know this is weird, but if you're gonna if you have if this is a real competition, which I believe it is, then you would have Brock reps one day, Trey reps the next day. Then fuck it. Sam Darnold, the reps with the ones the next day. And then whoever is progressing the best with the ones, then they can start getting more reps with the ones as camp starts to windle down to preseason. But that's not how it goes. I feel like Kyle's giving Brock that upper hand, and that's why fans are feeling some type of way. Why is Trey splitting first-team reps, especially if he needs the reps? What I would say to that is I would say everybody just needs to relax. You know, relax. I mean? There it is. Because we don't know what Kyle Shanahan is looking at. Either we don't know what he's doing. He's a Good mastermind point. coach. Like for you to try to say Good that point. you try to decipher what he's looking at in these reps, like that's kind of giving yourself a little bit too much credit, man. Like we don't know. That's like, a good point. And they're different reps, too, because I know people were like, well, why Trey only throw five times and, and, and Darnold threw 11 times or seven times? Because what if the plays were different? What if the what if there were run plays? What if there were plays that broke down and Trey had to scramble? Like, what if there were different things? Like, that's the context that we're missing right. from right. what we see. From Kyle Shanahan. And it's like, exactly. what if he's thinking, they, they're saying, well, he's not getting snaps with Ayuk. He's not getting snaps with Debo. He's not getting snaps with CMC. What if Kyle Shanahan wants to see what he can do without those players? Because maybe one day we might not have those players, especially after Bosa get paid. You know what I'm saying? So maybe and in the future, like, wow, well, what can you do with just backups? Because one day that's that might be the position that we're in. There was a lot of closed practices in minicamp and OTAs that was closed to the media that we didn't get to see. So I'm not going to sit here and try to be arrogant and try to say that I understand the the snap count and, and, and the reps and, and what Kyle Shanahan is doing and what he's looking for because look what happened with Brock last season. He didn't get any reps pretty much in training camp, but he still beat out Sudfeld. So, and that was a lot had to do with what he did in the preseason is why he beat out Sudfeld. So, mm. you know, if you listen to Kyle Shanahan, he's excited to get the pads on. He really said that the um, – the, the preseason is going to be important. Um, I'm really excited, man. Like, I don't really care if it is Brock or Trey. Like, let me tell you something, man. If you if you really got support for Trey, don't feel bad for Trey, okay? Right, right. Trey has, Trey has $30 million, y'all. You know what I mean? Trey is a talented young athlete that has $30 million in his pocket, okay? I, I don't oh my, Yo, are, like, are you got a bug on my phone, bro? <laughs> like, like I, I just, I swear I had a conversation, fam, 
And I was like, now I don't know if Trey is like this, but this is how breezy is. I'm like this. Oh, he's starting? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm making $9 million more than he is this year. Go ahead and let him do his thing. I, I'm going to sit back and go play some golf when I get the opportunity but still support my team and get this money. My my thing is work smarter, not harder. Exactly. And so, Exactly. <laughs> like you know, like yo, he's I, prolonging his career. He don't even have to play right now, and he's still making. That's why money. I said to Dion, "What if it's a good thing for him? Like right. he could, he could just chillax, learn the game, gain more experience. He's, he's under the greatest mind of football right now. Right. Ain't nobody got a mind like Kyle Shanahan. People will salivate over trying to pick Trey Lance's brain. So what he didn't show what he could do, it's gonna be in his head. Then on right. top of that. He'll get a contract and he'll play exactly. elsewhere if if need be. Right now, Kyle playing the game, bro. I so, get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you right on. So, you know, Trey is good, man. I'm not worried about Trey. I'm kind of sad as a 49er fan because I, you know, I wanted to see Trey be the starter here in San Francisco, but right. I don't feel bad for Trey because he's gonna be good, man. He's Trey is like, hey, you saw the picture that he posted in Cabo with the with the I, Phantom Coop? I did. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Trey Eaton, man. Trey Good. I, I did. All I have but, is a um, picture of a Phantom Coop. But I, <laughs> I, that's, that's as close as I'm getting. But I, I got you, bro. Yeah. But um, one more thing, man, before I go, man. What I'm, Sure. You know, outside of the quarterback position, one thing that I was noticing, and I don't think nobody has talked about it, really. Why are we bringing in all these linebackers, man? So. What's going I, on? I, I may this, mention of this. Like USFL linebacker. Yeah. I, it's, it's camp bodies. Uh, I made mention of this on on, a, on another show. I don't know if it was mine or somebody else's show because I did question it. I was questioning the health of Greenlaw, but then I was like, he looks really good. But I don't think they yeah. have him go as hard. Like when you become that veteran, veteran, I think you're good. So you work yeah. in some other people. Things happen throughout the regular season, like injuries, right? And so uh, if if something was, yeah. You there think you they go. might not like what they see out of D winners? No, I think D winners is going to be just fine. He could have come into camp a little not as in shape, ball, right? Right. So yeah. it it could be that. Uh, but which but the Niners love that, right? Yeah. So yeah. who's going to be the redshirt guy this year? It's usually an offensive lineman. Well, the the Niners didn't really address that except for in un, in the undrafted pool and right. drafting. So right. who's going to be the redshirt guy? It might be D Winters. Why? Because they got Dre Greenlaw playing. Uh, he got two many, what two years left on his contract. They're probably going to get what they can out of him, and then let this kid slowly develop into filling in where where Greenlaw leaves off if he if he yeah. chooses to go elsewhere to get the money, which I wouldn't be mad. So I just feel like they're bringing in these linebackers, man. They 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 want to make sure that that position stays fluid. And notice how they're bringing in specific type. That that's the key. Right. Yeah, I like the guy that they brought in though. He looks Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, they find some gems at that position, man. I think it's going to be a competition. You know, I know Marcelino, they yeah. like what they like what he brings to the table. I love that kid. Stupid muscled up, man. Like I love boy. that kid. Playmaker, plays fast, uh can tackle. Uh, yeah. He looks like he's in shape. Drake Greenlaw gave him gave it a great endorsement for him. He just needs the opportunity, and he knows he just has to you know he has to always be one percent better and work harder. He's that you know he's the undrafted guy that ended up with a, a one year contract. Let that sink in. That means something. That means right. something. 
Like yeah, for he, sure, man. But he earned a one-year contract going undrafted, and a lot, a lot of people aren't really talking about that. So yeah. There's something that they see in that kid, yo, and I'm really hoping the best for him. He fits right in. You know, he fits right in with the rest of the linebackers, man. I like I like what his potential. But, um, yeah, man, we got a Super Bowl team, man. Pads come on today. Everybody get hyped. We about to hear some cracking, some smacking, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, um. Yeah, man, we're going to get it in, man. You know I'm originally uh, from Newark, New Jersey, man. Oh, you right here, on, on, on right right up the street, about three, well, like well, two no, and a half hours away. From, yeah, that's where I'm from originally. I'm in Virginia, though, right now. I'm in uh, okay. Virginia. you still but on the I'm, East, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> I got family in, you know, D.C., Maryland, Philly, Delaware, Brooklyn, you know what I mean, Upper West yeah. Side, Manhattan, everywhere, man. But that, That's yeah, what's man, up. Man, yeah, man, we got a Super Bowl team, man. We just got to get the quarterback right, man. I just don't want to see Sam Donald. That's all. I appreciate it. Listen, John Lynch is about to do his presser. He's on. I'm going to go ahead and end this show. I appreciate you for calling in. Facts. All yeah, right, man. Easy. Peace out. All right, real quick, man, I appreciate you guys for watching. I'm going to go ahead and do the poll votes. I got a couple of Super Chat contributions I'd like to read. Uh, my brother, Joe, Bro Montana, came in. I was about to call him Joe Montana. Came in and said that Dre Greenlaw comes like the Joker. Straight savage. Straight savage. Another contribution. Uh, Jax agreed with Case 49. Right on. I agree with you, period. A couple of questions I wanted to address. Uh, Nine and Cali Boy says, I was just saying I'm going to both Arizona games. Hope to see you out there. I will be at the game in Arizona. All right. I promise that. And my man, don't bother me, says, why didn't we put Jennings at quarterback since he has the quarterback history? He does have the quarterback history uh, in college. That's what he was recruited to be. Ended up turning it into a wide receiver. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure if the offense is too complicated, but he does have the arm uh, and, and, and whatnot. All right. So uh, John Lynch is going to be doing this presser very shortly. All right. Here's the the poll results. All right, I want to get to that really quickly. All right, so which 49er player lays the biggest hit on day five of training camp? All right, so today they put on the pads. Uh, I believe they're going to be hitting and things like that. I, I would hope so. It's first day of pads. Uh, they, uh, whoa. So with 37% of the votes, you guys voted for Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw. Now, if Trent Williams gets up like five or six pancakes in today's practice, he's getting my he's he's gonna be the guy. I, I put him in there, I put one offensive guy up there or whatnot. But guys, I appreciate you guys, man, for tuning in, man. It's Monday. We're back. Niners camp is officially on and popping. The pads are on. Get yourselves geared up, baby. You already know what time it is. Love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful, always keep it nitty-gritty. We'll be back tonight, man. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the crew. You feel me? Thanks for watching. Peace out.